have self-control to not just act on certain things there are certain battles that you're meant to fight and there are certain battles that you're just meant to hold back and not fight at all the one who says that i am the beginning and the end the one who made the sun the moon the stars and all that we see that is within the earth if he is for you the bible says who then shall be against you Greetings once again, greetings once again, <laughs> greetings once again guys and welcome back to the channel, welcome back now, shout out to my brother in Nigeria, I'm sure your request has been met, but welcome back to the channel guys, welcome back, now if you're new to the channel, make sure that you subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you do not miss when a new video pops up, right, now keep in mind guys that you are now available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Overcast, as well as on Amazon Music. And you can be sure to follow us on any of those six different platforms, right? Now, also keep in mind, guys, that you are now available on YouTube. And this is to the podcast here. You can find us on YouTube at Ashley Cherera. And you can be sure as well to find us as well on that platform. Now, today, guys, you are going to be talking about God will confuse your enemies. God himself will confuse your enemies and that is our topic for today guys so it's actually an exciting one and i'm excited for it can't wait for us to go into it but keep in mind god will confuse your enemies now to find out more stick around now guys we're going to get our context from the book of second kings chapter 3 verse 21 to 24 right that is where we're going to get our context from second kings chapter 3 verse 21 to 24 and it reads as follows. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings were come up to fight against them, they gathered all that they were able to put on armor and upward and stood in the border. Verse 22. And they rose up early in the morning and the sun shone upon the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red blood. Verse 23. And they said, this is blood. The kings are surely slain, and they have smitten one another. Now therefore, Moab, to the spoil. Verse 24. And when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites, so that they fled before them. But they went forward, smiting the Moabites, even in their country. Now just to give a brief summary, guys. When you look at this um, chapter, right, of chapter 3, what was happening for it to come to this point? Now, if you just take a brief look back, right, the Bible tells us that there was a point when now the three kings, there was a king of Judah, which was Jehoshaphat, and also the other kings of Israel, right? They came together because Moab was against them. There was a point where, because Ahab died, Moab rebelled against Israel. So now Moab was in fight, fighting with Israel, right? So now it came to a point where now these three kings came together, and they say, we have to go to war with these guys. So as they were going to war and now they came to a point where they did not have water for them their cattle they everything every beast that they had they did not have water for them so in doing this elisha then talks to them and says you know what dig ditches upon the valleys right dig ditches upon the valley and that's where the water is going to come from and god says to them i'm not going to cause rain or anything or dew or wind to come upon the, the the valley right but the water is actually going to come from the ditches that you that you guys are going to make and you and your beast and everything that you have are going to be able to drink so now when we come to verse 21 the bible then tells us that when the moabites saw the ditches when the moabites saw these ditches that these uh, israelites had created right they saw this as this these were pools of blood right then they saw these things and they say you know what 
surely, surely the Israelites have slayed each other and the kings have also slayed each other. So now, therefore, let us go and go and just take the spoil. Not knowing that this was not actually what was the pool of blood or whatever, of blood of pool or not blood of pool, but pool of blood. It was actually not that. And we realized this. And when they came, the Bible then says that, and then the Israelites took them. And they chased them and they smote them even into their country. So then what is our message for today? Remember, the topic says, God will confuse your enemies. Now, as we've just read, guys, it says that God will confuse your enemies. Now, when the Moabites saw the ditches of water that were there, they saw these things as if they were blood. And then they got confused and they decided, you know what, let us just go for the spoil, which was a sign when God said he will confuse your enemies, he surely means it. Now, if we take our Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 23, verse 27, God then says that I will make your enemies afraid of me. I will confuse any people you fight against and I will make all your enemies run away from you. And this is a clear sign of all of that, guys. God says, I will confuse your enemies and I will make them to run away from you. I don't know who your enemies are today, but God is saying that he will confuse your enemies. But how does God confuse your enemies if you are on his side? You cannot, God cannot then confuse your enemies if you're also part of the enemy's side and you're not doing things according to what God wants you to do, right? So maybe you will then be the one that will be getting confused because now you're going against what God wants for you. But keep in mind, guys, as this Bible, as the verse says in Exodus chapter 23, it says, God says that I will confuse your enemies and I will make them to run away from you. And we see this with the Moabites. When they came, they were confused, thinking that these are ditches of blood, but they were only ditches of water. And they ran away, which then confirms Exodus 23, verse 27. Now, if you go further again, guys, the writer then says in Romans chapter 8, verse 39, it then says that what then can we say of these things? If God himself, guys, let's just pause there. If God himself is for us, who then can be against us? Just keep that in mind. If God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the Bible does not say that if your lawyer, if your banker, if your mother, if your father, if your sister, if your brother, if anyone is for you who can be against you. No, 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 no. Guys, the Bible does not say that. It says that if God himself, guys, let us just process this. The creator of the heavens and the earth. The one who said, let there be, and there was. The one who says that I am the beginning and the end. The one who made the sun, the moon, the stars, and all that we see that is within the earth. If he is for you, the Bible says, who then shall be against you? Another version says that then who shall be prosperous against you? In other words, they might come against you, but who shall be prosperous against you so guys as we go on about our lives let us keep in mind god will confuse your enemies but if you are also on his side right you cannot expect god to confuse your enemies if you are also on the side of the enemies guys that does not work like that but if you are also on the side of god so just keep that in mind guys and as you go on about your life keep in mind and know that god will confuse your enemies and that is our message for today may god add a blessing to your life there are certain things that you have to shut the door and not make it a public scene for in making it a public scene you attract unwanted crowds and unwanted people